This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. All of the victims of the Colorado nightclub shooting have now been identified. That's where we're starting the 7 from the Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Tuesday, November 22nd. Let's get you caught up with today's 7 Stories. In Colorado Springs yesterday, Police Chief Adrian Vasquez read the names of those who were killed Saturday night during the mass shooting at Club Q. We respect all of our community members, including our LGBTQ community. Therefore, we will be identifying the victims by how they identified themselves and how their families have loved and identified them. The first person I'll identify is Kelly Loving. Kelly's pronouns are she, her. Daniel Aston. Daniel's pronouns are he, him. Derek Rump. Derek's pronouns are he, him. Ashley Paw. Ashley's pronouns are she, her. Raymond Green Vance. Raymond's pronouns are he, him. That again was Colorado Springs Police Chief Adrian Vasquez. Two of the victims were transgender. We now know that an Army veteran was one of the people who helped tackle the gunman and stop the rampage. The 22-year-old suspect was charged with murder and hate crimes yesterday. Number two. A devastating earthquake hit Indonesia yesterday. Hundreds of people have been killed and workers are still searching through the rubble. The 5.6 magnitude quake was felt in Jakarta, the capital city, but hit hardest in a region dozens of miles away. Indonesia frequently gets earthquakes, but this was likely the deadliest so far this year. It's also monsoon season when the country tends to be hit by natural disasters. Number three, Russia is struggling to make any territorial advances in Ukraine. A new post analysis shows that Russian forces haven't taken more than a thousand square miles in a week since April. The bigger picture here is that Russia still controls about 17% of Ukrainian territory. This is mainly in the east and the south, and both sides are gearing up to keep fighting well into next year. At number four, if you'll be at the airport like me, you'll see that tomorrow will be one of the busiest travel days of the year. Millions of people, the most since the start of the coronavirus pandemic, are planning to fly this holiday. So if you're flying, expect long lines, especially at Atlanta, Dallas-Fort Worth, and Denver airports. However, airlines say that they've been hiring aggressively and expect less chaos than the summer. Now, if you're driving, Traffic will peak on Wednesday afternoon, so for the return trip, avoid driving between 4 p.m. and 8 p.m. on Friday, Saturday, and on Sunday. Scientists are working on new lab-made antibodies to fight the coronavirus. That's our fifth story today. These treatments are known as monoclonal antibodies. They target vulnerable parts of the virus and can help prevent severe disease in at-risk people. 
Existing therapies are losing their healing power against new virus variants, so researchers are developing treatments that work better against the mutations. About 3% of Americans have weakened immune systems and need these treatments to remain effective. At number six, this is what I was watching yesterday. That was one of the best moments in yesterday's match between the U.S. men's soccer team and Wales. Ben Davies tries to head the ball and U.S. goalkeeper Matt Turner makes a beautiful save. The two teams tied in their World Cup opener. A first half goal by winger Tim Weah was canceled out by a late penalty kick from Welsh star Gareth Bale. The final score was a draw at 1-1. The U.S. will probably need to beat the Group B favorites England on Friday or Iran next Tuesday to have a chance for qualifying for the knockout stage of the tournament. At number seven. NASA's Orion spacecraft reached the moon yesterday, five days after launching from the Kennedy Space Center. As the capsule emerged from the far side of the moon, it beamed back photos of Earth in the distance. NASA's Sandra Jones described it on the agency's live broadcast. The views of our blue marble in the blackness of space now capturing the imagination of a new generation, the Artemis generation. The flight doesn't have any people on board. This is a test flight ahead of the Artemis II mission, which will send astronauts to the moon for the first time since 1972. And just like that, you are all caught up. I hope your day is as good as these two turkeys who got a presidential pardon yesterday. I hereby pardon, yes. I hereby pardon chocolate and chip. Chocolate and chip, God bless. I'm Jeff Pierre. I will meet you back here tomorrow. This podcast is brought to you by Intel vPro. AI PCs built for business with Intel Core Ultra Processors and Intel vPro are optimized for hundreds of AI apps and tools to boost user productivity, all with AI-powered threat detection. Learn more at intel.com slash itheroes.